I'm just saying, like, the way I see it. I mean, okay, remember that thing that you said about how... Oh, what was that thing that... Oh, you'd said it to me ages ago. It was about in through every society. You said that's how ancient Rome fell, that's how ancient Greece fell. So there's this historian that came out. And she's like, apparently, she's supposed to be one of the, like, a really well-known historian. Yeah. And pretty much what she said was, if you look at every civilization throughout history, in the death throes of that civilization, uh, how would you say the word? Uh, uh, what's the word? Word. <laughs> Basically, in the death throes of each civilization, each, like, empire, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, catalyst. It was one of the main catalysts. Androgenism. Oh, is that the yeah? That was the word. Yeah, became more acceptable. Okay. So the blurring of two genders. The blurring of two genders, and essentially, she said, like you start looking at their artwork, and as soon as like the defining image of a man and woman start becoming more androgynous. Yeah. Within a hundred to two hundred years, that empire pretty much was either destroyed or ceased to exist. Yeah, when did we start seeing androgynous shit? In the 80s, late 80s. Yeah, roughly, yeah. yeah oh, no, probably even earlier. Did we? Yeah. Well, you had great... Yeah, oh, yeah, actually true. Probably even the 60s. No. Yeah. No. I'm trying to think of models and stuff that would have stood out in pop culture at that time. The real I'm even thinking of, like, movies with, like, where characters were kind of like that already. In yeah, the but not characters. I'm talking about people. People. Like, I'm thinking of androgynous... Androgynous art and models. I'm picturing mm. straight away David Bowie, Grace Jones, all the um, they were, and they were deep in the in the eighties. Okay, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, like all the men started wearing makeup and like all and like Prince. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He was becoming more feminine. Then yeah, Grace true. Jones was that tall, yeah, you know, the tall black chick from Bond. Yeah, you know what I mean. She was in our Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the name? What was the name in um in Boomerang? Grace Jones's name in Boomerang. She had that really like raunchy, is like real French. Um, oh man, I watched Boomerang like six months ago. <laughs> Hang on, um, Stranger. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I got it. Stranger. Strange. <laughs> Just speak with that French accent. <laughs> we and me and you going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, well, yeah. if that was in the 80s, then we've got 100 years from then. <laughs> but, like you said, we've been moving a lot more faster than any other time. Yeah, progress, uh, society's progressing at a quicker rate. Yeah. Okay, so hang on. I'm trying... I'm tr I love how this started because I was questioning what job I was going to do. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was... And that's the other thing I was going to say. The, what do you call it? The, the, what do you call it? The, the never-ending branches of... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, Life. I don't know. Dude, 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 this actually ties in everything I was going to say. Mm. I asked you what you wanted to do when you were younger, mm. and then what I was going to say before you started, uh, before you said that thing about um, soft and strong empires or whatever, yeah. uh, times of turmoil, yeah. was if you would have joined the army, mm. what position you would give yourself? As in, if you could do anything in the army outside of like a high commander, never seeing action or whatever. Because um, I remember when I was a kid, yeah. I was I either wanted to be a cartoonist or um, an illustrator or whatever, or an author, mm. and then in high school sort of blurred and I started doing music production and all that sort of crap. But I always wanted to join the armed... If I joined the armed forces, I knew exactly what I wanted to be. 100%. Yeah, yeah I know what yours is. What? Sniper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sni sniper or recon. Yeah. 
Does, and it's not a matter of because I didn't want to see. Because you see battle. You do. Because you've got you, snipers and you've got counter snipers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're always a target. But you, um. But snipers. Yeah, snipers are mainly reconnaissance. Yeah. And they're used, yeah, for, um. That, that idea. And, dude, that, that's when I applied for that, that position in the, um, the Australian, the Defence Force, uh, what, three years ago? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Back at the start of 2016. That's yeah. when I failed my first colorblind test. Yeah. Well, speaking of which is actually became, uh, aware of it because of you. Yeah. <laughs> I still do you remember what we were playing? I think it was like a Dynasty Warriors game. I think we were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. remember the map. Yeah. We were yeah. like screaming and pointing at the <laughs> these are there. <laughs> that orange thing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because of that. Yeah, dude. I went and I sat a test mm. and I originally gone from for a munitions role, mm. which would have been basically logistics but with, you know, firearms and weapons and uh ammunitions. Yeah. And um because I smashed like the the test, because mm. you're basically forced to sit an aptitude test, and then aside from the aptitude test in in it, there's also like a military grade psychological test. Yeah, and it's meant to be stuff on um like uh you know fucking what's the word they use it to for uh like a cognitive test and all that sort of shit. Yeah, and I smashed it. Apparently, I must have like fluked. Like some of the questions, I don't know, man, because I didn't go prepare. They I came just, back like, dude, that's it. Paper, dude, I'm serious. I, yeah, I looked at it and I, I remember looking around. Like you're in one of those, you know, those voting booths. Yeah, you're yeah. In like one of those kiosks. Mm. I'm sitting there just like, like, like <laughs> punching the the dot. Like I'm pretty sure it was mul- it was multiple test, multiple choice as a screen. It was like if lemons are cars. Then elephants are what? I'm like, the fuck Nuclear warheads. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the most ridiculous shit. I'm like, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. I'm looking around and people are like sweating, man. And they got like, basically you had to, if you had working out on a pa- piece of paper, you had to give them the piece of paper. Mm. So any working out you did had to be down on the paper. And I was, that, that's the part that got me paranoid because I'm like, what if I started like dawdling or like doodling like random shit and yeah, I look yeah. at it like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, it's like a sociopath. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of him in the arm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I pretty much stayed away from the paper. I didn't trust it. I, yeah. I legit didn't trust the paper because I thought that would be the giveaway like of anything. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, when I, <laughs> I completed the test, I remember looking around everyone's like sweating, man. Like, you fucking relax, man. Yeah. I sat the test, the, uh, I did the eye test and all that sort of shit, and then the woman's like, oh, you're colorblind. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, mm. oh, but you already knew that. I'm like, yeah. No, I didn't, actually. Thanks for confirming she, that. She had no bedside, bedside, bedside yeah, yeah, matter yeah. at all, man. She was literally like, well, you're, yeah, well, you're colorblind, but you knew that. I'm like, eh. Anyway, that was probably one of my most humiliating moments ever. But I'm legit, like, actually failing that colorblind test. Yeah? It was just a shade ch- chart. Yeah. So, like, circles that went from one shade and one certain color down to, like, a darker or a lighter shade. And I flunked it. Look, she's just, she was literally, I'm sitting there like sweating over this thing and I could feel her come back and just stand over my shoulder for a bit. Yeah. I could almost smell her disappointment. <coughs> anyway, I sat the test, did all that. And then um, they said to me, look, because you're legally colorblind on this test, yeah, there are certain jobs you're not going to be able to do, like radar. Uh, you, you can't be an astronaut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ah, that's it. They're like, yeah, you can't do anything in the air force. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to be a, a fighter, you know, a Top Gun world, world flying ace. You know, a hot shots, a hot shots flying ace. <laughs> <laughs> Top of Harley. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Um, so, but then 
they said, but there are still jobs you can do in yeah, the yeah. ADF. I'm like, mm. okay. So they, they gave me basically a list and said, here, do any of these. And then you fill out a personality test. And not even a test. It was just a, you know, what are your interests? Yeah. What are your experience? What, what's in your experience? What do you have? What, what would you like to do? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. So you fill all that shit out. And then, you know, you, so, you circle the fields that seem appealing to you. They ask you what job you actually applied for initially, all that crap. So I sat that. It was a big process. I was in the city for about three hours. Yeah. Anyway, do you know what's interesting, man? Mm. Side note, when yeah. I went up there, because yeah. like you park in the, it's up near the Vic Market somewhere. I can't remember the exact address, but it's a building above like a, a, a car dealership, like an Aston Martin dealership. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you go up like 20 flights, mm. you go to this little office and like sitting here, it looks like a doctor's office. While I'm there, I saw a guy I used to work with like six months earlier. Oh, yeah? He's like, what are you doing here? I go, me? What are you doing here? Because yeah. I'm re-enlisting. It was in the um, the actual Navy. Okay. He'd served for like 10 years. Oh, wow. And he had enough. He had enough. <laughs> warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he literally re-enlisted. Oh, wow. They accepted him straight away and he was yeah, on his yeah. way to like, um, what's the name of that port out in the WA? Like the famous one where all the warships leave. Yeah. It's cause the WA, obviously, the, it's the West Coast. It mm. heads straight into the, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was leaving that afternoon. He was just there basically formalities, just to sign up. No yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never thought, dude, trust a wog yeah. to go into an ADF office recruiting center and find someone that he knows. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so I sat down, yeah. did the test, and then a, uh, a woman came to interview me as mm. far as my choices. Yeah. But she said that she was in training, and so there was like some sort of colonel, and he was going to be overlooking the interview. Yeah. And this dude, man, like, you know when you, you know when you, I mean, you've played military video games, yeah, you've yeah. watched enough movies, yeah. you know that one colonel that you know not to fuck with? Yeah. And not because he's angry, but just because he just, he's like a man. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like solid grip pump, you know, like just the, the, the arm. He <laughs> shook the, your head, like, ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, Demetrius, welcome to the army. I'm like, oh my God. Like, literally, you know that he goes home and just bench presses his car. You know what I mean? He's just got like, literally. Yeah, yeah. It was that dude. Oh, well. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be overseeing this thing because, you know, she's training. And so she's asking me the questions. And then it's like, oh, you know, what did you have? I see you had munitions uh, role, like, you know, logistics uh, role, blah, blah, blah. I can see why you'd pick that, this and that. And then the guy was like, listen, <laughs> um, I, I know what you've picked, like as in what you selected as an area of interest, but um, based on your interests, and I put down something like, you know, I've traveled, I have an interest in languages. Um, uh, I, I think you'd make a good spy. Dude. <laughs> Did he say that? Dude, <laughs> based on that, and then based on the fact that you scored very highly in the uh, the tests. Yeah. Uh, we want to put you forward for uh, um, uh, counterintelligence Ooh, position. Demetrius Byrne. Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Let's look That's crazy. Yeah. He said, um, yeah? I thought I would have told you this. No, you never told me this. Really? Yeah. This was, yeah, this was 2000, start of 2016. Yeah? Yeah. And I said, okay, so what would that be like? He's like, well, counterintelligence. You know, what do you know about it? I'm like, well, not much, you know, other than what you see in the movies. Yeah. He's like, pretty much, like, you'd be, and they gave me, like, a, a job description, basically, and I, then I Googled it on my own. Mm. He goes, look, you don't have to, but that's what I'm putting you in for, just based on this conversation we've had, based on your test, based on everything else. Mm. Um, so just have a think about it and then put in your formal application for whatever it is you want to go for. Yeah. And you look up counterintelligence, and it's literally counterintelligence. So it's basically like spying. 
yeah. basically following yeah. global trends, mm-hmm. um, Intel, yeah. and just helping like the big boys come up with strategy on like what they need to be focusing on, what they need yeah, to pay yeah. attention to, all that yeah, sort of yeah. shit. Okay. I really thought I would have told you this. Uh, I've never heard this before. Anyway, I hit a spatter in the works when they found out um, I had like a sciatica issue like oh, okay. years earlier. Oh, okay. Legit. Yeah. They are like, yeah, we can't, um, you can't apply because you're a liability. I'm like, how? Like, oh, you know, basic training is like three months. You can't outrun a car. Dude. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're very strenuous, the train things. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? I go, man, at that time, <laughs> I go, I'm in logistics warehousing, man. I go, yeah. I literally walk 10K a day lifting heavy boxes. I go, I go to the gym regularly. Yeah. I, I, I go, I play futsal. I, I was, I, I cycle like mm. I, 30k a week yeah. what are you talking about i can't do basic trains like yeah well we'd need proof and at that point i didn't have money to pay for um x-rays or whatever mm. i know that if i went to like a public doctor i could have gotten like a referral for free but it would just would have been a shit storm and i just got yeah. totally put off wrote a couple counter letters got a letter from my doctor clearing me for it mm. and i said no nah, it's not enough i said oh, i yeah, basically yeah. last for like three years and then you have to reapply again i think it was three years yeah 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 i don't know that really p- pissed me off mm, mm. but i could have ended up yeah Doing, I'd still love to do it one day. But yeah, I could have ended up doing counterintelligence. Counterintelligence, yeah. I don't know if this is actually um, classified information. <laughs> this whole section would just be, uh, just be uh, white noise. Mm. <laughs> white noise for like 10 seconds and then, and anyway. <laughs> and anyway. <laughs> yeah, back to that salami. Yeah. Yeah, so asking you, what yeah. would your ideal role in the military position be? Um, the foxhole. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You know what you'd be? What? You'd be like an ottoman at the top of a hill with like a million, just a chain gun. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming and eating. <laughs> and eating? <Yeah. laughs> While they're changing over all yeah. the, like, the, the, the belt. Quickly, hand me another salami. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move and just from the, um, yeah, the turret. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I, um,. I think I'd like uh, to be, like, involved with actually, like, organising, like, stuff. What's like the Like, the operations and that. Don't you have to work your way up to that? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just walk in. I'm like, I'm... It's like, boys, I'm taking over. I'm the new sheriff. I'm the new sheriff. <laughs> who's in, he's like, who's in charge? I oh, am. Yeah, not anymore. Give me that. <laughs> You're like the FBI to the cops? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's the best call in the movies in Hot yeah. You're out there in. <laughs> that, that, dude, I don't think there's probably a more satisfying moment in like, if you, in real life, let's like yeah. just say, mm. being like a a, a G man walking in on like a local cop or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. at the crime scene. Yeah, yeah. What's like, going on? Let's go. Yeah. It's like not much to see, man. <laughs> Where just got my boy? Not anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just a wallet flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, uh, oh, and hey. Don't go leaving town. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it ever is, man. Yeah. Everything's hush hush. Yeah. Give us everything you got. Mm. You're not holding out on me, are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, but seriously, that is the most presumption. Like, just the, the cockiness. Yeah. Like, yeah, listen, just wrap it up. Just leave your shit here at the yeah. door. We'll take care of it from this For point sure. on. For sure. Yeah. Mm. All right. So you'd want to be organizing what? Operations? Like, as mm. in going forward? <laughs> like some like yeah, sort of like a tactician strategist, the top of that style. I love how you're basing all this on your experience with Total War. Yes. 
I've conquered the Middle East numerous times. <laughs> For people that don't know, actually, you know what, man? Yes. There's a, there's a scary game. What are those games rated? PG. Honest. Educational. No. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I think they're PG. <laughs> no, nah, I think they're rated M. I think they're rated M. PG. They're rated M, I think. Hang on. Total War. There's mods in them that you can get that as Blood and Gore. All right, hang on. So Total War, any of them? That'll be the same, yeah? Uh, Total War Three Kingdoms is out. Did yes, you know that? yeah, that's why I disappeared for a couple of weeks. Oh, is that why? Yeah, you know you disappeared. Was that just now? Yeah, it came out about a month ago. Yeah, I was going to smash up. Yeah. You know why? Yeah, because I've noticed it because I've been off work. Yeah, yeah. so I've got copious amounts of free time. Yeah, yeah, and as you know, I've hit you up how many times? Yeah, to I jump online have a game or something. I know, I know. That's just Total War. <laughs> you see, that's my favorite. Like one of my favorite eras with like you know my, one of my favorite games. So. <laughs> It's pretty good, actually. Hey, Probably one of the best ones I've done in a long time. Okay, so for people that don't actually know, Total War... You explain Why am I explaining it? Total War is based... So there's different ones, and they're all based in different eras in history. So, like, there's a Rome Total War. So it's, you know, during the ancient Rome period, and you can pick to go any faction in that era. So you can go the Romans. You can go one of the Greek cities. You can go Spartans. You can go Athens. You can go Macedon. You can go the Gauls, the, like the, Brit- the British. You can go the Germans, Egyptians. Um, you can pick from like the successor states like those are the ones which um, those were the four generals that took over from Alexander yeah when Alexander died yeah so the successor states yeah and they became their own say like Egypt and like um, Seleucid and all that then you can go African nations that's just within the Rome one Alright, then you got the Crusader one, which is based during the Crusades. Yeah. So you can go any country during that era. <laughs> no uh, wonder you disappeared, you prick. Yeah, so. I just realised it now. <laughs> it all comes out. It all comes out. Okay, together. so it would be, would it be a PG rating or an M? I think some of the earlier ones were PG. <laughs> Because they used it as, like, well, this is a, more of an educational... Like, because it was historically accurate and the, yeah, no, the units still, and all that. Okay, for people that haven't gathered... It's a strategy game where you control armies. Yeah. Yeah? And but not like, it's not like in the sense where, like, yeah. if you know, like, your StarCraft and WarCraft, it's not like that. The, the action is real-time, so um, in the sense... You can feel the blood. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean? no, in the sense where, like, the battle is all going on at once. It's not just, like, a unit with three people in there and that's it. One unit has, like... A hundred yeah, people yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah. I know, but dickhead, put it in a context because some people have never played these games. Okay. So what I'm saying is, for anyone that doesn't know, these games are literally... Battlefield mil- simulations. Battlefield, yeah, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, where yeah. you've got the bird's eye view of yeah. the combat zone. And you're the general. You're, you're like the ruler of the faction. And, and you're then, sending troops in. Yeah, yeah. And you've got like in the different units. So you've got yeah, like foot soldiers. So there's two modes. You've got like the map mode, the overworld mode, where is like you've got the whole view of the whole world map yeah. of the area, like depending on which game you're playing. And so you're picking your units and you're moving them around. You're adjusting, like, you're micromanaging, like, your cities and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's turn-based. So you take your turn, you move all your stuff around. Once they've used up the action points, then you press end turn and then the computer does its stuff. Yeah. But then when you actually get into battle, that's real time. So, yeah, so there's no the taking f- turns. You no, gotta, no, no. Everything has to be but made. But you're, um, you're controlling all the units going left and right. Yeah, left yeah. Right, left and right. Yeah, that's right. That's my point. Mm. How come... <laughs> How come every time there's like a school shooting or whatever, mm. they always cherry pick games like GTA 5 
or, you know, uh, fuck, I don't know, any one of the shooters or whatever. Mm. So these are violent video games, we've got to get rid of them, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They never lean on the real-time strategy games. Because that's probably... Yeah, they're still violent. Yeah, but not in the sense where, like, the games that they're already blaming... Yeah, but that's the point. Why don't they ever blame any of the other because those games? Because those are the most violent ones. Okay. What have I been playing the last two days? Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah, you're killing people. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes in the most ruthless fashions. Yeah, I know. You got the garrote? Yeah. I would have loved to have been a hitman. That's the other thing that I would have liked. I would, dude, that's the other thing that I always want to be. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I would assume that would be into, like included in your counter-espionage uh, yeah. duties. <laughs> nah, dude, I, I wanted to be a mercenary. Okay. I actually legitimately looked it up, yeah. like how to be a merc. Yeah. It wasn't very fruitful. You had to bas- basically, it's hard because um, mercenaries, because they teeter, mm. mercs aren't loyal to anyone. No. They're just, they're motivated by money. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And so in order to get into that, you sort of have to come from a security or a military background mm. or not. It's, it's strange. It's like you need the training, but, and you need the rep. Yeah. But you can't have any actual alliance. No, that's it's, right. It's sort of hard. Yeah, yeah. Do you, how do you feel about that? Actually, that's a question. Mercenaries? Yeah, as in, um, I mean, we used to play, uh, what was it called? Army of Two. Yeah. Army. <laughs> that's still one of the best games of all time. Yeah, it's all right. Army of Two, for everyone. Army of Two was a game on uh, PS3 and 4, and it was about two mercs, basically. It was two mercenaries that, who they get recruited by? It was, uh. They, they, the soldiers, I think, at the start, and then they get hired into a privatized mercenary company. Yeah. And, um, they, yeah, they go to Mexico, and then going, yeah, different missions, China. yeah, yeah, yeah. And for everyone, I hate it's weird because I feel like I have to explain what a mercenary is. A lot of people don't know. A mercenary is a soldier who's paid to fight for whoever can afford him, <laughs> <laughs> they have no loyalties, yeah. It's a so you could, you could, uh, say what happens is a lot of, well, I don't know, I'm kind of like you'll get like, um. You know, like on these boats that, you know, that will sail through the African Horn, all right? And yeah. that's where a lot of piracy goes yeah, on. Somalia. Yeah, they'll hire mercenaries to be the guards on the boat. As opposed to bringing in the army. As opposed to bringing in the army. So those mercenaries are paid by the the company that owns that boat. They're, they're basically security. Yeah, security, yeah. But at the same time, then you've got... Uh, governments mm-hmm. that pay mercenaries yeah, they do. to go in a combat forum. Yeah, yeah. Why would they do that? Because probably they can't have them going in under their official flag, maybe. But, okay, so these mercs that go in, they have to sign NDA agreements, don't they? I would assume so. Yeah. So a government would, sign, a government would send mercs in. But that would be like a high risk anyway, because it's a mercenary. They'll just go wherever there's higher pay, wouldn't they? I mean, the thing is... I think mercenaries probably aren't as, like, uh, they're probably more reputable now than they were, say, a couple hundred years ago. What, you reckon there were mercs hundreds of years ago? Yeah, there was mercs thousands of years ago. What, are you joking? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. The entire, uh, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know how... It's just history hour. <laughs> Welcome to history hour. Yeah, you know what I mean? Listen to me as I sit from my cognac and my cigar. I know, I was going to say, we should mead. Yeah, I forgot it. <laughs> oh. I should have a bottle of mead here. How long does mead last? Like, as in, uh, well, it's a couple of, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, do, a, it doesn't last long. I was going to say, if I had a bottle... <laughs> <laughs> if I had a bottle just sitting there on the fridge, would it go off? I think you've got to put it in the fridge. 
Is it like wine though? It's yeah, it's like a port. Okay, so it does go off. No, port lasts though. Well, every time I look at the bottle, I think it's got like a two or three year. It says like a two or three year lifespan on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm saying, but once you open it, <sighs> all right, hang on. You carry on. Anyway, I'm going to find okay, the details. So, back in ancient Rome, even earlier than that as well, but um, oh, okay, earlier than that. All right, so on Sicily. <laughs> you know, I'm Googling here, just mercenaries. Yeah, yeah go. No, okay, so it, it, when Rome had to fight Carthage, right? you know, like those of you have heard you know, me talk before, Rome and Carthage had a war. All right, is uh, the. Um, oh, yeah? Jesus. Anyway, they had a war, and basically the Carthaginian army was like 90% mercenaries. But, okay, but Carthaginians were recruited by who? Carthage was a, like a city. Yeah. And they hired mercenaries to yeah. be their army. Oh, okay. Right? And if you want to go before that, before even there was a Rome, when like you had your Greek, um, what do you call them, pioneers who settled on Sicily. Okay. Like there was like, you know, there was a Greek, like a Greek king in Sicily who like... Um, yeah, because Syracuse. they say Sicilians, uh, some of them share like yeah, ancient, yeah. Roma, uh, ancient Greek uh, language and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a lot of the south of Italy. Yeah, I know. When you go to when you go to the south of Italy, you're going to find villages and shit that still have similar dialects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like there was a Greek king then in Sicily who... Um, oh, my he God. He hired, yeah, Dude. mercenaries. You're not so stupid after all. Hang on. An early... his re- history, yeah? In Africa, an early recorded use of foreign auxiliaries dates back to ancient Egypt, hmm? 13th century BC, where Pharaoh Ramses II used 11,000 mercenaries during his battles. Yeah. Do you know who they were? I'm such an idiot. Dude. Who were they? They were the Medjai. You know, from Assassin's Creed? Oh, yeah, 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 man. There you go. So the Medjai were tribal scouts and life infantry recruited from Nubia, uh, Old Kingdom through the New Kingdom... Uh, so these other warriors recruited from the outside of the borders of Egypt included Libyan, Syrian, and Canaanite uh, contingents. Uh, Sardinia, so yeah, like like you said, off the coast of Italy, they were called Sherdans. Hmm. Uh, Celtic mercenaries were greatly employed in the Greek world, and that's what led to the sack of Delphi and the Celtic settlement of Galatia, or Galatia, sorry, yeah, and uh, Greek rulers of uh, oh, Ptolemy, man, Ptolemy in Egypt, they used Celtic mercenaries. So hang on, Celtics were um, Celtics, uh, uh, like they're, they're from Britain. Yeah, but yeah, the they're UK, like, but yeah. they weren't. Um, what's it? Because you had different. Yeah, there was all like different tribes and that. Yeah, what era was that? It's gone back. What's with the Celtics necessarily come from? Where like? Well, that's around that era. Yeah, like Ireland, Scotland. Yeah, kind of. Sort of, yeah. So the Greeks were using Celtics in Egypt. Jesus, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then in 20th century, mercenaries in conflicts on the continent of Africa. Oh, but this is just Africa. There's more. Oh, yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, there's actually a lot of laws surrounding uh, mercenary work. Yeah, like heaps. Heaps. Hang on, let me find some more of these. Um... Like, it's actually a great article if you go in and read it. Dude, actually, I recommend you read this. The history of pre... Hang on, these are Celts. (laughs) Celts. Celts. Mercenaries. Hang on, here. uh, Indeed, the Geneva Conventions declare that mercenaries are not recognized as legitimate combatants 
and do not have to be granted the same legal protections as captured soldiers of a regular, regular army. Yeah. So in practice, whether or not a person is a mercenary uh, may be a matter of degree, as financial and political interests may overlap, as was often the case among Italian um, condottieri, condottieri yeah. something. They were military leaders involved in classic formation battles, like back in the day, and they served like the Roman Catholics or some shit. Um, there's actually a protocol. A mercenary... Sh- Dude, in Article 47, <laughs> no shit at the Geneva Conventions, a mercenary shall not have the right to be a combatant or a prisoner of war. A, per- a mercenary is a person... Is any person who is especially recruited locally or abroad in order to fight in an armed conflict does in fact take a direct part in hostilities and is motivated to take part for a private gain. That's literally a bit like, dude, Geneva Conventions outline what? Like torture... Uh, yeah, like conditions um, for um, surrender. Yeah, uh, uh, like how they're treated. Yeah, like if you're imprisoned, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you're you can't violate Geneva Conventions by what? Um, I keep forgetting. I, got, I fuck. I need to read more. Not too well read on the Geneva Conventions. <laughs> <thing. laughs> See, I would have loved to have been a mercenary. Mm. Not the act outside the act of killing. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of takes... The act of killing. Kind of takes well, the, that kind of is part of the job description, Dim. It, it kind of takes the sport out of it. Yeah. No, no, but seriously. The sport out of it. <laughs> I don't know why. I was actually always fascinated with that sort of shit. Like mm. being a hitman. Mm. I don't know. Do you reckon a hitman, like the role of a hitman, mm. do you reckon it's as glamorized no. as like John no. Wick or no, no, the no, games and all that sort of shit? No, of course not. No way. What do you reckon it is? Like, in reality, in real time, what do you reckon it looks more like? I'm, being, I'm not taking a piss. I'm being serious. I don't know. It'd probably... I honestly don't know. It'd probably be more organised crime style. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Like, how how badly movies and TV have warped our perceptions of certain I mean, jobs. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. that sort of shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when people talk about being a music producer or whatever, yeah, or, like, uh, <laughs> being an audio engineer and all this yeah. sort of shit, and they just picture, like, um, a Dance Dance Revolution type <laughs> setup. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, someone just just doing nothing, really. Just mm. hitting play on a computer and, like, oh, yeah, look, singer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Flash forward and, like, you got me at three in the morning, like, listening. <laughs> me cutting your voice <laughs> and the whistling from someone's nose in the background. <laughs> it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, four hours of this shit. Uh, like, that, that's a reality of it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But then, like, you think of Mercenary, and straight away, I think of John Wick. I think of um, the hip, uh, or Hitman. Yeah. You think of Assassins uh, Assassins with Antonio Banderas and uh, yeah, Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, and they're always... Dude, none of these mercs or Hitmen, they're never poor. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, did you ever watch the movie The Substitute with jo- Tom Berenger? It goes back, this goes once, back. yeah. I know the movie, I've seen yeah. it once, but um, I don't remember it. What was that pretty boy that was married to J-Lo? What was her name? What was his name? Mark Anthony? Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. Oh, was he? his first movies. Oh, really? Uh, Ernie Hudson, you know, from uh, Ghostbusters, he's in it, he's a principal. Okay. Yeah, there's actually a lot of names in that. Um, that that other act, uh, actor, what was her name? She was in um, The Jackal, she played the Russian... Fed. There you go. Dude, the Jackal, another another Hitman movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these dudes are linked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Tom Berridge is a Hitman in that. Okay. Uh, he's a mercenary. Yeah. Sorry. He's yeah. got like a Merc unit. He's just come back from like Panama or some shit. Yeah, they're always doing shit for the American government. Yeah. Um. 
but they're never poor. They've always got like some badass hideout. Yeah. Like they're, they're off the grid. Mm. Always. And they've got like a hundred trapdoors in would their assume, houses. Well, I would assume it may be, like as a mercenary, it might be good money. Who knows? Yeah, but even the hitmen. Like Stallone in Assassins wasn't poor. I don't know. But think about it. It's all these niche roles, right? Like, um, do you remember the transporter with Statham? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember how he lived? Do you remember uh, his house in, the fr- in France? Not really. You don't remember? He does that whole chase, yeah. and then his car gets busted up, so yeah. then he gets back to his house, and that's when he f- he's got the um the package in the back of the car, and so it's the Chinese girl, mm. and he pulls her out and like dumps her in the house, and then she makes breakfast or whatever. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's got like this tall, like three-story townhouse in Fruit Riviera Yeah, or I think so. I can't really remember. I only saw it the one time. Yeah, but these, these hitmen, yeah, yeah. or these like transporters, and like all these niche roles in getaway movies, yeah, heist yeah. movies, yeah. they all live like... Building their lives. Yeah, I know. Like playboys, you know. Yeah, like yeah. They've, got, they've got a house in... And then the, Dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. That is the one thing. If you want to... If you want to... If, <laughs> if you want to push kids away from, like, organized crime... Don't make it as... <laughs> don't make it as glamorous yeah, as it does in the movies. Uh, well, you know what I mean? Like, true, they've yeah. always got, like, four passports. And they're traveling, like... Inter- internationally, it's like, I've got a house in Sweden, I've yeah. got a house in France, yeah. a house in LA, a house in Miami, <laughs> a house in Colombia. Yeah. That's like standard. Like yeah, they've yeah. got these houses, ev- house in Amsterdam, like standard. Houses everywhere. Yeah, like these real estate kings, man. <laughs> You'd think by that point, if you've got that much real estate. <laughs> if work starts drying out, I've got a portfolio. <laughs> 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 he makes more. He's got more money. In, Dude, you, know. you know what, man? <laughs> These geniuses that can like actually the score. I I mentioned it last week on the podcast. Did mm. you, have you watch the score with De Niro and Edward Norton and Marlon Brando? Can't believe I'm referencing last week. No, I haven't seen that. It's no. a heist movie. Okay, okay. yeah. And De Niro's uh, he cracks safes. Okay, yeah. Dude, he's literally you see him in a hideout. He's he live, he's living in Canada. Yeah, right in. Toronto, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't remember where. Somewhere in Canada. He's got like a house, like a flat that he does all his work out of. Mm. Then he's got like a house above. Uh, he's got a, another apartment that's like kick ass. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like brilliant. You know what I mean? Like all wood oak and wood grain shit and bottles of scotch everywhere. Then he's got his jazz club that he owns mm. that he's making money off. Yeah. I'm like, hang on a second, man. You're smart. <laughs> this guy's like infiltrating the greatest safes in the world. Yeah. yeah? The greatest safes. Like, I'm talking like state-of-the-art security systems. He's got the access to all this information. But this Muppet has to go back for the one big job that's going to be like the payday. It's like, dude, you own all this real estate. <laughs> you own a jazz club. <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> Are you that thick in the head? I would have uh, walked away no. after the first night. <laughs> I know, huh? No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's hitman like, and, and you know, the other thing is, they always paint their lifestyles as being ex- incredibly modest. Mm. Like you live a simple life. Simple lay low yeah, yeah, under yeah. the shadows. That's how I survived, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's always like the flamboyant dude, like the, the young rook that's coming in that's going to take all their, their bread and yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and this yeah. guy's like, looks like a soccer star, you know, or he's like in movies. He's got like the slick hair, white suits, drives a fancy car, birds in clubs, getting his photo taken. <laughs> Trust me, kid. I've been in this industry a long time. You got to survive. You got to keep your head down. It's like, 
dude, if you live such a meek, meek, meager existence, why do you need to do another payday? <laughs> what are you doing? Just lines of coke? Burning, burning fancy art? You know what I mean? I bought the Mona Lisa and burnt it. I need to do another job. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I don't understand. I think you're trying to take away too much from these movies, Dim. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I have? Uh, no, no, am I wrong? No, nah, it's true, yeah. But they're like, yeah, yeah, you're reading a little too much into these, I think. <laughs> they're there for entertainment value. Are you not entertained? Uh, that was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that the other night. <laughs> Another man. <laughs> do, you, do you reckon there were gladiators like Marcus Aurelius Borrelius? The actual emperor? No, no, I know he exists. The yeah, emperor yeah. exists. I'm talking about gladiators that actually survived the arena for as long as they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. What do you, <laughs> so back then... How do we go full circle back to Rome to another merc? Because it's Rome. It's, uh, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's inevitable. <laughs> um, All roads lead to Rome. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, they were. They were because there was. Um, there's uh, like back in those days, the gladiators were like the footy stars. Yeah, that was that was celebrities. Yeah, so people would get behind them and they'd want them to win so that they win their freedom. You know, and it, it was common for like. Uh, you know, slaves could be born into slavery or they could be uh, just like people who just happened to get come along a bunch of slavers and just How get taken. How were you born into slavery? Because your father was a slave. Yeah. Really? Pretty much. Was it because your father was a slave or was it because, um, what's it called? Your family was poor and their, f- their firstborn was basically was- sold. Yeah, that could be. That's that's yeah. That's a, that's one of them as well. Um, it just kind of depends. It's like you think of it, and it's probably it happened. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. It's pretty. Um, Still can't get over that one scene. You know what's fucked up is Gladiator's a great movie. Yeah. Right. Like the story, the cast, everything's so great. Yeah. And the only thing that I remember was that actor at the um when he comes across. Crow for the first time. Yeah. He's like, what do you want? He's like, girl, boy. <laughs> I've whittled it all down to that, <laughs> to that yeah. To that one line, just because yeah. I'm a child. Yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, but were there great stories of, like, actual gladiators? Apparently there are. I've never really looked into it, but apparently there is, definitely. Hang on, wait a second. I want to Google it, but... I'm scared to do it because I'm afraid that it's going to bring up, um, like, American gladiators or something. All right, I'll do famous, it. Famous. Hang on. Famous gladiators. All right. Famous, Roman, uh, like, history. famous hi- historical. Historical. Gladi- there, yeah, we there we go. go. <laughs> Dude, technically, 93 is part of history. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it is. You know, um, was it last year? I think it was last year. Yeah. Or maybe it was at the start of this year where September 11 mm. was being taught as a historical subject at in high schools. Yeah. Because... Yeah. The students weren't alive when it actually happened. Can you believe we're at that point in time? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I refuse to. Uh, I- I'm running, pa- like at my new job now, I'm running paperwork where I'm seeing birthdays and it's after I finished high school. Oh. Dude. <laughs> All you got to do is Google your favorite, like, softcore actor. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like, born in 92. <laughs> what? But born in 92, surely yeah. 30. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're at that point. It's fucked up. Here yeah. we go. I found an article. Ten famous gladiators from ancient Rome. Ah. Gladiators were... Th- Dude, 
Gladiators with the athletic superstars of ancient Rome. Well, there's people that make the comparison that even though gladiatorial, yeah, exactly, sports don't exist anymore. Um, what's taken this? What's taken their place is obviously your sport nowadays. Yeah, gridiron footy. Gridiron footy, like the stadiums are coliseum like. Um, yeah, do they call them the Colosseum? Yeah, I mean, you know, and so all that's missing is just the blood, basically. That's what they're saying. Yeah. You know. Okay, hang on. With certain sports, but, you know. you got Tetrides. Tetrides. Originally discovered through graffiti found in Pompeii in 1817. Tetrides was documented for his spirited victory over prudes, fighting in the Mermelonis style. Mm. Oh, that's with that helmet. Yeah. The Mermillo. So, yeah. If, yeah, like, if you don't know much about it, like, Basically, they wouldn't just go, here's a sword and a shield and fight each other. They'd, they'd actually set them up with handicaps. So there was different, st- like that, there's different styles. If you like yeah, yeah, look yeah. it up, there's different styles and each style would have a weakness to another style, but that specific style could have a bonus over another one. So yeah. like one would have like a spear and a net. But then to combat that, another one would have like something that would be like two swords, lo- two swords, something you know. So like each every every style had a counter, but also yeah, the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, that just reminds you of um, Assassin's Origin. Yeah, so nothing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you wouldn't mind playing that again. Actually, I never played the other one. The uh, what was Odyssey. The- Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever play it? I got it, but I haven't played it. <laughs> It was on sale, man. <laughs> it's like thirty nine bucks for the deluxe. No, it's forty nine for the deluxe edition, and you got Assassin's Creed three for free, digital. What was three? That was the one based during the American uh, oh, the revolution. Revolution. Yeah, no, yeah. I played you that. play a uh, n- n- Native American. <laughs> what are you going to say, American Indian? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They were called Indians because Columbus. Yeah, had no, no, idea. no. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was in India. Ah, Columbus. <laughs> Who was it that said, um, oh, it was Bill, uh, it was, um, hang on, I don't know who it was. It was, um, uh, Louis C.K. Yeah. You, you never heard it? Uh, on, no, I don't think I've heard <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. It's gold, man. Um, what happened to Louis C.K.? Did he ever actually get back? He tried making a comeback, but somebody leaked his set before it was ready. Oh, and it had, um, a lot of, uh, he was making fun of, like, the kids from the shootings. Where that last shoot, the last couple of shootings have come from. Yeah, I know. Like they're going. I don't actually of, remember what he said about. Yeah, I don't remember either. We're from like another planet. Because we, like, when we came to America, it was so nice. I think I might have said. It was just Indians, and they weren't even Indians. We called them that by accident, and we still call them that. <laughs> like we knew in a month that it wasn't Indians. But we just don't give a shit. <laughs> we never correct it. <laughs> we came here, they're like, hi. And we're like, hey, you're Indians, right? And they're like, no. No, <laughs> no this is India, right? No, it's not. It's totally, totally other place. <laughs> you're not Indians? No. <laughs> ah, you're Indians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all right, so Columbus, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the, the gladiators. Gla- gladiators. Gladiators. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. What the hell? Is there any PlayStation games where it's just based on gladiators? I don't think there is. Um, I'm just trying to think. I think there was one on the PS2 or PS3, but you didn't play as a... It was like you played as a gladiator, but then you played as those two characters... 
One, you were a gladiator. Another one, you were like a senator's son. And like as the as the, the son of it was like you, you played as a little boy, like as a boy. Yeah. And I think you had to uncover like some conspiracy. It was a teenager, not a boy. And then the glad it involved the gladiator who was like some lieutenant in the army, and yeah. he got made a. But I, uh, it's this is going back a long time. Okay. I think I just, it's I just found another article. It's most basically the same thing, but a bit different. But uh, there's a guy called Spiculus, <laughs> and it's um. Famous gladiators in the first century AD, he was popular. Not only was he popular with regular audiences, he was also greatly admired by the notorious Roman Emperor Nero. Spiculus went on to win a number of battles and emerged victorious against many skilled adversaries. Is it adversaries or adversaries? Same thing. Is it? That really annoys me sometimes with the pronunciation of words. Anyway, uh, Nero became so fond of him that when he was overthrown in 68 AD, he wanted to die a swift death at the hands of Spiculus. But his aides could not get a hold of Spiculus in time, and Nero took his own life. Spiculus's fame did not only revolve around his relationship with Nero's depiction, several Roman artworks, spare testimony, blah, blah, blah. Hermes. There was a gladiator named Hermes? Every line begins in the, uh, There's a poem by... Uh, there's a Roman poet called Marshall. <laughs> Literally Marshall. M-A-R-T-I-A-L. Marshall. That's... From back in Rome? What the hell does Marshall mean? Like, in that sense. I don't know. In that sense, I don't know. Uh, you have to do... Di- I, don't, I don't know. You'd my, have to dictionary this one, man. Uh, I, I don't know Latin. <laughs> <laughs> You're only Italian. Well, it's two different languages. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Original Latin's closely linked to ancient Greek anyway, isn't it? Uh, didn't, ancient, didn't Latin form from ancient Greek? No. Fuck off. No, I don't think so. Are we going to have this argument now? I'm pretty sure I <laughs> I could give a shit. It, it, no, I honestly, I honestly don't know, but I pre, I, I don't think it did. It might have some similarities, but I don't know. No, seriously. Oh, dude, there's another, there's another guy, gladiator. There's two of them, yeah, that won a number of fighters as competent gladiators in their careers, blah, blah, blah. They faced off each other in, the, in a final battle, Priscus and Virus. Mm. And then uh, it was in the famous Flavian Amphitheater. After fighting, and this is again the poet Marshall. After fighting for hours in a nail-biting contest, the two warriors submitted to each other at the same time in respect for each other's skill and medal. They put down their swords and were met with a roaring appreciation of the crowd. The organizer of the event, Emperor Titus, uh, was also moved by the way the battle concluded. He awarded the pair with a rudis, a small wooden sword that granted freedom to gladiators upon their retirement. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that, 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 that match probably was fixed. <laughs> <laughs> some, some hefty dude on the side with like a red nose. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stab at each other a couple of times randomly. The just don't kill, don't kill each other. Yeah. We'll, we'll make showmanship out of you. Oh, dude, that's the other thing, man. Mm. Um, there's this other guy, uh, Carpof- Carpophorus. Okay. He was instinctively instinctively gifted when mm-hmm. it came to fighting wild animals. Okay. And he was far more skilled at fighting animals in the arena than uh, hand-to-hand. Mm. So he, they faced him off against lions, bears, leopards, rhinos. Okay. Yeah. And he fought at the famed Flavian Amphitheater as well. Defeated bears, lions, and leopards in a single battle. On another occasion, he killed a rather ferocious rhino with, uh, rhino with a single spear. But his personal best and the crowd's favorite performance came when he killed 20 different beasts in a single battle. Jesus. Oh, here you go. There's a guy named Crixus, a well-known military leader during the Third Seville War. This guy used to be a Gallic 
Gaelic gladiator. And he enjoyed noteworthy success against bigger opponents. He absolutely despised the leader of his gladiator school and his owner. So when he, the, uh, the revolution, a uh, revolt broke out in the training school, he mm-hmm. was a happy volunteer among the 70 gladiators who escaped. Yep. Then he was part of a rebellion. Uh, Destiny had different plans. He basically left. He wanted, all he wanted was retribution to an upper class Roman society. Basically, let it dispute between him and the rebellion leader. He left the group. Destiny uh, had different plans for him. As the Roman legions were able to track him down before he was able to perpetrate a surprise attack, he fought and then he eventually died. He was killed by the Romans. Commodus! I'm pretty sure uh, Crixus had something to do with Spartacus, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. List Commodus here? Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it says here um, he was obsessed with performing in the arena as a gladiator. Yeah, yeah. And many of us know him from the uh, Jaquan Phoenix's mm. portrayal in the uh, movie. Notorious for his ego and considered himself above everyone else. Despite the glamour and popularity that the gladiators enjoy, they were still considered lowly. So Commodus had parts of his palace converted into an arena so as to fight as a gladiator in private. Mm. The hell? So he started fighting in public battles with absolute disregard for his royal status. Some of these fights were never fair, as his opponents were armed with wooden swords. <laughs> Sometimes he would stoop so low as to kill tethered and injured animals just to show off his non-existent fighting skills. Yeah. Eventually, Commodus's continuous and mindless dabbling in such antics led to his downfall when he was assassinated in 192 AD. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, after after like after pretty much in the first century. That's like almost every emperor was assassinated. What? Oh, yeah. Almost every single one after, like, yeah. What does that tell you? <laughs> it's just, I trust no one. Dude, there's, um, there's another dude. This is crazy. His name's Flammer. Flammer. He's a Syrian. Before he was a gladiator, hmm? he was a Syrian soldier who was captured yep. and thrown into battle. Okay. And then um, he used a small sword and a shield and armor on only one half of his body. Mm-hmm. He terrorized his opponents for 13 years in fights that attracted huge numbers of spectators. By the time he died at 30, he'd won 34 battles. Uh, he was in 34 battles. 21 he'd won, 9 were drawn, 4 of them he'd lost. And he was awarded his freedom on four different occasions. And every time he just uh, declined it, just kept fighting. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. And then Spartacus is the number one gladiator that they list. What do you know about Spartacus? He's a Thracian, I think. Yeah. And uh, he was, I think he was involved, like he was a soldier, I think that was captured or something along those lines. Yeah, he's, uh, he was captured by Romans. Yeah, yeah. And um, same thing, like he was similar to that Crixus one, he was in a school. Yeah, well, it's... And then they have, he, yeah, they Cri- have a thrill. Crixus was one of the escapees and he became Spartacus' right hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, like, he, he had a chance to flee the country. And he had his army, he did all the damage because they couldn't raise armies up in time and whatever they did weren't ready for them. And um, he had a few chances to leave, but he never took it. Well, it says here that he um, he was unable to withstand some calculated attack from like a Roman army killed in southern Italy. Well, they never found his body. Really? Yeah. I don't know, it was actually just a gladiator that was that started the rebellion. Yeah, one of the, that was the big problem. And that's... Um, like, Romans, like, them with slaves was, like, integral. Like, it was a society where slavery was very high. And, um, you know, there was the household, like, there'd be houses where, you know, where there'd only be, like, four people in the house of a family or five people of the family, and there could be up to 30, 40 slaves in that household. They outnumber them. 
And so, you know, when these slave revolts happened, there'd be armies of like 60, 70, 80,000 of them. Slaves. That's crazy. Yeah. Why would slavery be that? Because I know everyone had a slave. It was to show like a source of, um, your source of like, uh. The class systems. Stature, yeah. Yeah. No, no, in the sense like, well, look how many slaves I have. Even poor people had slaves. Yeah, yeah. You know? Slaves for slaves. Yeah. That's fucked. It says here, um, yeah, the, uh, the gladiators were looked down upon by upper class Romans, but none of these upper classes were ever able to match the fame and admiration that the, uh, the, the, the lower classes gave to the gladiators. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Mm. It's crazy. Where do you, do you see that knockout? Actually, you don't watch the UFC. There was a, uh, on the, over the weekend, there was the fastest knockout of all time. Oh, I think I saw, I didn't see it, but I saw yeah, it pop he's up. he's jumped up and he's kneed the guy in the head, mm. just with a flying knee, like right off the, out of the gate, and then he was on the ground, he's just throwing in two more punches just to secure it. Yeah. And he was just mocking the shit out of him. At what point do you reckon, does it cross over to back to gladiator styles? At what point do you reckon they'll allow like a death? Well, apparently, uh, like your mix, like UFC, mixed martial arts, yeah. Even though it's more brutal than boxing, is probably safer than boxing because the, re- the referee basically ends the fight almost instantaneously, like a super- or something. Like once they once un- once the person's unable to defend themselves anymore, yeah. in that sense, the fight but is it's over. The same in boxing, not really, because they can still. Once you look like you're not physically aware, they call it. Yeah. Well, there's been more deaths apparently in boxing than there has been in US in, in mixed martial arts. Yeah. Do you know what the difference is? Is in mixed martial arts, you a fight would end because you've broken your your ankle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you've been forced to submit. There was a guy that pulled the Boston Crab. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> nice. I'm not even joking, man. That's good. It was the first time ever. It was. Yeah. I saw this about a year ago. I can't remember. Hang on, man. It was. I, I'm not. I'm shitting you not, man. It's MMA. Hang on. I'll see if I can find it. This guy pulled the. It just happened to be <laughs> in that position, man. Hang on. Fighter pulls off. Oh, here you go. Hang on. Man. Then he finished it off with a 420 slam. Dude, legit. This is no bullshit, man. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm serious. I just remember watching it. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Boston crab. Like, what do you mean? Uh, um. But yeah. My point is that you could finish a fight with a submission. Mm. That's not going to kill you. No. And it, if you're doing a submission like an armbar or a, a cobra clutch or something, like technically, like that's not permanent damage. No. You pull a, a ligament out of place and that's the end of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Really not looking, uh, not looking happy in there, Steve. No, he really looks uncomfortable. Oh, Boston Crab! No! Boston oh, crab. Boston oh, crab. Did he tap out? Oh, I he tapped. Oh, I tapped out of a. <laughs> <laughs> a Boston crab doesn't hurt, does it? He tapped out, man. Never. That would put pressure on your lower back, though, wouldn't it? Have I seen anything like that? I'm not gonna. It's not the Boston crab. It's the Bolton crab, and it's John O'Mears. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, man. You're telling me the Boston crab wouldn't hurt if you pulled it up. Pulled it up. I don't know, because you're basically just pulling your legs back. Right, for anyone that doesn't actually know what this is. Yeah, in order to get the bottom, you know what's messed up, man? We've watched that much professional wrestling. And now we can't describe it. Yeah, and dude, we, it's these intricate positions and yeah. moves, the names, the, the, the superstars that invented them, you know what I mean? The Boston yeah. Crab, who do you associate it with? Uh, was Jericho, straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, straight away, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Who else did it? There was a couple other uh, a couple other big superstars that did the Boston Crab. Bret Hart used to do it. No, he did the sharpshooter. No, no, but he used to pull it out as well. Did he? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it wasn't a finisher, but it was just like go-to yeah, yeah. move. I think Owen Hart would have done it as well. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, the Boston Crab is, you got a guy lying flat, the, the guy- On his stomach. Yeah, he's lying on, he's lying prone on his stomach, you go up to his, you stand over his legs, sit up facing his feet. Yeah. Then you pull his feet up. So you kind of sit down, like in a squatting position over his, like, butt. Yeah. And then you grab his legs. And then and wrench, ra- him. wrench him back into your, like you hook him up into your- under arms, arms, yeah. Under under your arms, yeah. And then you just sit on sit on him and just pull back. Yeah. So the pressure would be applied to your lower back, back lower back. I would even say your upper your shoulders because you're sort of bending and it's bending your spine. Yeah. You're basically spend you're, you're, you're bending, bending your this. spine in the opposite direction of where it's meant to be going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's with the full force of like you know 110 kilos. It's man. basically like a reverse fetal position. Yeah. Okay. That's actually, what it is. Yeah. Did he pull that off in an MMA fight? <laughs> I can't believe that. That's hilarious. It's <laughs> gold. Um, what was I just, yeah. Okay, but that's not going to cause permanent damage to actually kill someone. No, but it could paralyze the dude. Because if he, if he tried to fight it and he let that guy pull hard enough. Right. Yeah. It's because we've been brought up on WWE. Yeah. And these moves that would normally kill a man, just shake it off and walk away. <laughs> like, dude, like the spine buster. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that would dislocate your back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude, the brain buster. I don't think they're allowed to do brain busters anymore. Remember there was... In a WWE, they're not. The WWE's banned moves. Yeah, because the, it's... because the now, driver. You can't do a pile driver. There's anymore. a few moves, but that's just got to do because they're too family friendly now and they won't... They're not allowed to cut anymore. There's no blood allowed. They're not allowed anything that's how, dangerous. Yeah, you're like... The, you've got this disdained look on your face. Like you're deriding the WWE. Look, they're not allowed to make themselves bleed anymore. <laughs> Dude, okay, cutting, for anyone that doesn't know, is in, in professional wrestling. Uh, every time you'd see a wrestler bleeding from his face or whatever, it's because he had razor blades taped into his wrists. Wrist yeah, bands. usually just one blade, yeah. like a little blade. He'd have a little blade taped, taped into his, his wrist, wrist tape, and he would use just flick a cut across his forehead and then, like, Put it back. So, like any move, like if it was a chair shot or whatever, something that would make essentially you think, make you bleed. Yeah, make you bleed. When they'd land on the ground, they would roll onto their face, quickly pull it out, cut their head, and then make a gush out, and then hide it again. It's such a dickhead. And then get up and like, <laughs> look at your face, though, man. It's like disgusted because they're not forcing themselves to bleed. Well, you know, someone actually had the balls to come out and say that. <laughs> All these, because now there's uh, like a resurgence of all these indie circuits coming yeah, you up. Got, um, all, a, um, yeah, all uh, AEW. Yeah. Uh, there's um, ROH. The Ring uh, of Honor. Ring of Honor. All the, Japan. All Japan. New Japan. Sorry. New Japan. Sorry. So you got this, and there's heaps more as well. There's like the yeah, Mexican, the Mexican ones. Lucha, Lucha yeah, Libres. Yeah, they've got all these ones. And someone actually had the balls to come out and say that, like, these small indies shouldn't be trying to take WWE's spot because they're the king of the, like, they're the top dog. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but they might be top, but they've been at the top for a while now and they've become complacent. Yeah. Because all their wrestlers are trying to find ways out of their contracts and go to all these other smaller companies. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And they're bagging them straight away as soon as they get out. Like the best, the best wrestler in the world at the moment isn't even in the WWE. No, he's with um all extreme, isn't he? Yeah, Kenny Omega, man. Yeah, he's a gun. Yeah, he's a gun. I found a video last night of him fighting a nine-year-old girl. Why? <laughs> it was just for entertainment. It's just it's a wrestler. It's a match they put in in Japan. Oh. 
Is it gold? <laughs> does, like, it, does he get, like, punched out? No, it's like Rey Mysterio fighting, fighting the big show. Like, it's there for entertainment uh, at the start. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, the she's, warm-ups. Yeah, like, she's having, like, she's all good, like, doing all these flips and all oh, that. Oh, so she's actually trained. So some yeah, girl. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And then he just gets down. It's just hilarious. Yes. Kenny Omega's cool, man. Yeah, he is. He, he He's very broad. Like, he's very, not broad, very... Very wide and how versatile. versatile, sorry. Like, yeah. he comes across as power, speed, technical. But look, how they come across is always based on how much the company pushes them. True. I've been reading it, dude, because I went and saw Bischoff. You should have seen it. You're yeah. an idiot. I actually, you know what? Mm. That is something you missed out on. Eric Bischoff, man, like, mm. considering, especially you, like, grew up watching yeah. that shit. Yeah. Listening to his stories for two hours was freaking hilarious like well, he had a lot of insight i could have make it a salami weekend <laughs> some things are more important dude. <laughs> you know what i was gonna say to you i went uh, when i went for that bike ride the other day and i actually i was gonna stop to message you and i said ah, i'm gonna keep going so i had some speed on me um i was going up through sort of mulgrave like towards the eastern freeway uh, the east link yep so that back end of mulgrave yeah? yeah 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 and i got a whiff of one of the most uh, what's it? What's the word? I'm saying unique, not unique, recognizable smells huh? of all time, and it straight away it took me back to like being a kid and coming home from school, man. They, like think about it, it's the middle of winter. Boy. The smell, yeah. the smell of boiling tomatoes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that smell. How would yeah. you describe it? It's like thick, and it just it hangs in the air. It does, yeah, it you know, does, yeah. It's yeah. like a sick. It's not sweet, and it's not. Very unique. It's just water. Yeah, it's the smell of boiling water with... But it's got like an underlying sort of... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This tomato has I was, the same dude, smell. I was just well. riding and I just passed these houses and it, just, it hit me yeah, straight yeah. away. And I'm like, yeah. what the... F-? And I just remember dude coming home and seeing my parents in the backyard with like that big metal freaking cauldron. Yeah. Just yeah. boiling tomatoes. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We need it. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> And the garage is filled with jars. <laughs> Pull your sleeves up, Tim. Get yeah, him. literally, yeah. man. Go get the tomatoes and start yeah. dumping them in the pot. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, you you missed out on, on that thing. And yours interesting. Uh, Bischoff, on the actual talk, they were asking him about AEW and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, yeah, you're going to move over. And, he's, oh, and they said, have you spoken to anyone from um, AEW? And he's like, no. Nah. He goes, and... I'm only being honest. He goes, I can't even, even if I was going to lie, I would have thought of some sort of crafty way to maneuver around the question, but outright, haven't spoken to anyone, haven't got a call, nothing, like I don't know what they're doing, you know, mm. I, I have no idea. He's probably, not that he's out of the loop, but he's probably done with it, you reckon? Yeah, but yeah. then three days later, he, it's announced that he's on WWE. Oh, is he? Did I tell you? No, no. Heyman no. and Bischoff are now the executives uh, at um, over Raw and SmackDown. So pretty much underneath McMahon, yeah, it's yeah. them two. Well, maybe under Bischoff it might do a bit better, but I, I know for a big issue, like a big problem with all these wrestlers leaving, and Omega even says that they interview him, and he says it without specifically saying it. Yeah. Well, he, no, he actually does say it, is these wrestlers have no creative control over their characters. No. And it's almost as if like... No, it comes from McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Whereas all these new places that are popping up... The yeah. wrestlers that are involved with their character. Yeah, you're like allowed how to maintain your identity and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. A lot of these wrestlers, they can only go so far on yeah, their own yeah. physical abilities and talent. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on the company behind them that's pushing them. Yeah. Same goes with like 
uh, like musicians, yeah, artists, right. yeah, actors, yeah. like all no, that definitely. sort of shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There are great actors out there that just get lumped in the crappy movies. Yeah, for sure. Dude, it's like like Will Smith. Mm. Yeah, the Will Smith argument. I have this argument. I'm prepared to have this argument with everyone that ever comes on to this podcast for the rest of my life. Mm. Right? Will Smith. Is he a good actor? Yeah. It's all right. He's, dude, as far as I'm concerned. I've never, he's done a couple serious films, but I've never watched he's them. He's played the same actor in every movie. Well, he did that, uh, what was that one, um, was it Seven Pounds or Ten Pounds? Seven Pounds? Ten Pounds or Seven Pounds? I don't know. Was, what are you um, talking about? It was some serious movie he did. Yeah. And he did another one as well where I think it was uh, like he played some poor dude with his kid. It was, oh. it was one of his first ki- his, his kids. kid, Jaden. Yeah, one of his first movies. Apparently, his acting in that was really good, and his 10 pounds or 7 pounds, whatever it was, supposed to be really good. 10 pounds or 7 pounds? Yeah. What are you talking about? I've got no idea what to you. It's either, it's either 7 pounds or 10 pounds. I hope you're wrong. I, I, I hope, for the love of God, <laughs> you're wrong. No, I'm wrong. Hang on, hang on. I'm always Hang on, man. 10 pounds. Oh, 7 pounds. Ha! <laughs> It's a drama film starring Will Smith, stars as a man who sets out to change the lives of seven people. Really? I don't, I think it's, <laughs> well, I'm never going to watch it, but apparently I think he, he knows he's dying, he's going to donate organs. Okay. And they, like, each organ is a pound, I think, I don't know, I could just be talking crap. Yeah, okay, that, that's great. And the other one is with his kid where he's unemployed and all I remember Pursuit is... Him, happiness. Yeah, all I remember is him just in a... Toilet stall, trying to keep the door locked with his kid. That's all I remember. <laughs> I never saw it. I just remember from the commercial. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, mm. who's he married to? Jada Pinkett. Yeah, yeah. What are their kids' names? Jaden and yeah. Willow. Ah. Will Smith has a daughter named Willow. Yeah. And Jada, Jada Pinkett has got a son named Jaden. Yeah. Really? <laughs> you don't wank anymore, man. That's too much, man. It is. It like, is. you name your son Junior, like, I get it. But yeah. Come on, man. That's just too far. Yeah, Will Smith's got another son, yeah? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know? Has he got more kids? <laughs> Did she have another one, or he always had one? <laughs> That's hilarious. You didn't know? Nah. Are you serious? I don't follow that crap, man. Are you serious? Dude, there's memes. There are memes going around. Will yeah. Smith, oldest son. There's <laughs> he had him, um, his eldest. <laughs> I love it. No one ever knows that he's got another son. I've had to, dude, I've dropped this. It said, if you ever feel like you've been, um, not overlooked, but, um, like pushed aside by your family. Yeah. Just know for a fact that Will Smith has an another son, like an oldest one. Yeah, his son Trey. <laughs> Trey. Yeah. Um. Hang on. What's the deal with his son? I can't remember. It's with another bird, like okay. not Jada, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Smith's oldest child, uh, Trey Smith. Oh, you know what? You go to Trey Trey Smith. Mm. And it doesn't even bring, he hasn't even got his own Wikipedia page. Like, no. that's how insignificant he is as far as. <laughs> well, you click on Will Smith, and you know how it has, like, fancy, uh, like, um, kids. kids, and each one would have a link on the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, the, like, the oldest one would just not. Just revert back to. And, no, no, it's just not clickable, that's it's all. It's just black. Yeah, it's just black writing. Hang on. Blue. Yeah, he Blue. married some bird named Cherie Zampino in 92, and they had a kid in 92, and they divorced in 95. Okay. His Trey appeared in his father's music video for Just the Two of Us. 
he was in two episodes of some sitcom, appeared on Oprah Winfrey show, and it was on the David Blaine Real or Magic show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. He's a DJ, apparently. Okay. No shit. Hmm. <laughs> He's Harry, Smith and his brother Harry own Trayball Development, which <laughs> is uh, named after his son. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, how do we get to Will Smith? Oh, movies. Yeah. No, I was glad I, I have this argument. Every uh, Man, I'm telling you. I ask people to name a Will Smith movie. Yeah? Uh, yeah, okay. Name one. I can name a few. Okay, name one. Uh, I Am Legend. Okay. Uh, well, is it 4th of July? What? No. Uh, no. What is it? No, not 4th of July. What's the one with the aliens? <laughs> Independence, Independence Day. Day. 4th of July. Yeah, because then at the end, remember, it is a, yeah, 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 yeah. this will be... How, like, it's like cor- how corny are those movies back then, man? Good woman. No, nah, just like no, late 90s. They were corny. They were cheesy. Yeah, cheesy. But that's the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Bay Boys. Wait, hang on. Mm. Do you know why they were corny? Because... That was the writing back then. No, no, no. It's because they were all... Uh, disaster movies or monster movies, like yeah, true. They're all apocalyptic sort of themes. Yeah, yeah. So it stirs up all the patriotism. Nothing like a, an apocalypse to bring up the good old, you know, US of A. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Aliens are coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no Independence Day. Nothing like a real war to offset that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's just Trump sending people back to. <laughs> <laughs> They're stoking the fires at the run. This is our Independence Day. Dude, you got a war <laughs> coming in. They made a second one, didn't they? Independence okay. Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith wasn't in it. No. All right, name another Will Smith. Bad Boys? That's, yeah, first one I would have named. Okay. Um, yeah, that actually didn't come to my mind first. Uh, seven Pounds? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ten minutes to get that out of here. Pursuit of Happiness? <laughs> Uh, Men in Black, one, yeah. two, three. Um, was he in the third one? Yeah. No, I I've never seen a Men in Black. They were right. First one was good. Nah, no chance. Um, that's what I'm saying, right? I can name more movies just because I can remember more movies. He was in Hancock. Oh, yeah, he Hancock. Was in, um, Hancock was all right, too. Really? Too bad. <sighs> all right, it was in Hancock. He was in uh, Legend of Bag of Vance. Yeah, was a bit dumb. The end was dumb in it. I don't day. remember it. Yeah. Um, bad Boys 2. <laughs> and now they're making Bad Boys for Life. Dude, look at Bad Boys for Life. Is Martin Lawrence going to be in it? Yeah. Oh, yes. He's a reason to watch that movie. Yeah, of course. Okay, but think about Bad Boys for Life, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember Bad Boys 2, like the plot? Yeah. Exactly. He's in all these movies. Though he was in Ali, which was oh, terrible. Yeah. yeah, I never saw that. Um, He's in these movies where he essentially plays the same character he always plays. Which is himself. Yeah. yeah. If he's not some, like, meeker-than-meek poor person yeah. that's struggling to come to terms with life, yeah. then he's playing an over-the-top... He's got no range. No. <laughs> he, he doesn't. Yeah. He's just skated on this shitty personality that he's put together just for mm. camera. Mm. Yeah. And people blow up these movies where essentially they're pretty shit. Like, Bad Boys 2 was a terrible movie, as far mm. as I'm concerned. That movie... Bad Boys 2, they were fighting the cartels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah? But I, I was just going to... I was just thinking, yeah, what was his last movie? What was his last big movie? Okay. His last one he did was with his son, and that flopped, didn't it? Yeah, he's done a few with his son, and they've all flopped. Uh, hang, <laughs> yeah. hang on. Uh, well, well that's the thing. Like, he, he used to be like a... Like a, uh, like a, a uh, yeah, a draw. Like a draw, a yeah, budget. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Whereas now, like, he's put, put together too many bad ones, and I don't know. Okay, here. I'll tell you what his last movies were. 
It was in Aladdin. Okay, yeah. Yeah? Well, apparently, yeah, okay, I don't know if that's done well. Well, apparently all the Disney movies that have been done live, live action are all, f- not flopping, but they're selling significantly less than what they should, than what they're expecting. Well, but that has a lot of other issues that come into it as well. Aladdin, I refuse to go watch. Yeah. Because of A, Will Smith. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, but yeah, you know. can't, all right? Yeah. He, he, he doesn't, he may have been able to pull Aladdin off when he was in his 20s, his early 20s, and he did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he had that improv sort of quirkiness yeah and they outright said that you know this is not a remake as in no one's ever going to do do it justice as compared to robin williams yeah 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 but at the same time like it's will smith man like he's just cheesy face it probably could have been other actors that probably eddie would have, yeah that's yeah eddie that's murphy your... if you wanted to pick an african-american let's mm. just say for that diversity sort of thing and you wanted a black actor eddie murphy would have been a way better comedian but he has a, Eddie Murphy hasn't done anything for ages, has nah, he? No, no, no. But that's that's the point. You know what I mean? If they thought that getting him was going to be some kind of draw, they're wrong. They <laughs> <laughs> put Chris Rock as the genie. I can't believe it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'd rather pay that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hang on. Okay, you had... um. Well, look, there's movies that... You've probably never heard of. It was in a movie called Collateral Beauty, Bright. He was in Suicide oh, yeah, Squad. Bright, apparently Bright was okay. Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was crap. I never saw it. Yeah, that was Concussion. a waste of 22 it's bucks. It's like a real life story based on some doctor in the NFL. Uh. <laughs> Focus. Uh, yeah, that, that was with uh, Margot Robbie, I think it was. Okay. That was okay. Nothing special either. He was in Annie. <laughs> Anchorman 2 He's got that cameo As one of the reporters oh, yeah, yeah, The PET or whatever Yeah After Earth That's the one with his uh, son that was And bad. that's M. Night Shyamalan Shyamalan What a, what a twist <laughs> I didn't see that coming <laughs> Yeah, it was in Men in Black 3 This Means War I've got no idea what that is He was in The Karate Kid The one that they did with his son Dude, Jaden Smith was the Karate Kid Was he kid. in that Karate Kid? Apparently I don't remember him being in it I think maybe he's got a production Or he's a producer yeah. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Secret Life of Bees, producer, human contact, contract, executive producer with his missus. Hancock, he's in that. I Am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, ATL, he's a producer. Hitch, 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 Hitch. I had an argument here with my mate Will, the Ukrainian, when we were setting the studio up, because mm. he's a big Will Smith fan. And it's like, oh, I'm on my way to see Aladdin with the with the kid. Another Will Smith classic. I'm like, you're fun, <laughs> Hitch man. He's like, yeah, it's a good movie. I go, don't you dare defend Hitch man. I think that movie probably uh, that was 2005. No, no, I was thinking, what was the actress's name in it? Hitch. Yeah, Eva Mendes. Yeah, Eva Mendes was in it. Is that she kind of? Like, blew up after that movie, didn't she? Or was she... Because she was in Training Day. She was in Training Day. And that was, like, she... That, that was after that. Yeah, that was, that was a break. That was a break. And then I think she did... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dude, he was in Shark's Tale. As a voice. Uh, iRobot. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jersey Girl, Bad Boys 2. Now we're back to 2003, early 2000s. Where's the longest gap between movies? Uh... For, dude, well, look at it this way, yeah? 2003, mm. he did two movies. Yeah. One as a producer, one in Bad Boys 2. Then in 2004, he was in Jersey Girl and iRobot. Yeah. And then he was... Oh, and Shark's Tale. And mm. he was a producer on two other ones. Mm. Hitch, he did 
in 2005. Yeah. 2006 was in the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. 2007, I am legend. 2008, Hancock. Basically, and then from Hancock in 2008, he was in seven pounds in 2008. And then from 2008, he wasn't in the movie for two years. He was in Men in Black 3. And then he was in After Earth with his son. And then it all dried out. And then, yeah, it's he did a, a movie a yeah. year, but they're all shit. Yeah. And Bad Boys for Life is coming out next year. Well, that's, that's you know, that's... that's he started doing these passion projects with his kids mm. and basically liquidated his whole fucking image. Well, that's it. Like you were saying before, the image of your... Yeah, it's exactly like you're saying. You've got to be the image... Your image, especially as an actor, has to be able to draw people in. That's why they make big money. Yeah. And if they're not drawing in people, then they're not going to keep using you. But he kept doing these stupid projects with his yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. And these mediocre roles. Mm. But he's, like I said, he's essentially played the same character forever. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we all just hang on bad boys and then men in black and... The, dude, ask your typical Will Smith fan if they've actually watched The Legend of Baggers uh, Vance or whatever. Or Seven Pounds. Or mm. Ali even, which was... Ali was meant to be his big flexing, dramatic flexing muscle moment. You know what I mean? Mm. They're bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all that crap. I reckon Will Smith is a fraud the same way Madonna is a fraud, man. <laughs> Are we going to get into Madonna fraud? <laughs> I don't know if we've got time for that no, tonight. We don't, we don't have time We'll for save that. that for the next time. Yeah. I've, I, dude, I, I can elaborate on Madonna's fraud for, forever. I don't give a fuck yeah. what anyone says. She's the biggest... Biggest... Charlatan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going medieval. He's going renaissance there. Charlatan. Charlatan. She's a snake. Uh, what do you call it? Snake, snake oil woman. Yeah. Snake, snake oil salesman. Dude, she's literally driving around the, the range in yeah. a van with like folders of a, a material girl catalog just trying to sell the next crap. If you listen to her last album, her latest works, mm. it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. You'd be insulted if you heard it, man. I can't. Anyway, I'll uh, wrap it up. It's getting late. How long do you reckon we've been running? Actually, I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> um, I reckon we've been going probably about two hours and ten minutes. Are you for real? It's two hours and 47 minutes. 48. <laughs> That's not so bad. <laughs> anyway. Hey, isn't tomorrow your day off? Yes. <laughs> What's the plan? Tomorrow I am going to pick up my new purchase. Oh, is that tomorrow? Yes, I'm picking it up tomorrow. What time? Uh, 10 in the morning. Do you want to live there? Uh, did you want to come? Yeah, I'll come. Yeah, because Dean, Dean's coming along with me as well. <laughs> uh, are they getting a ribbon out for you? See. You- I- no, call ahead and tell them you want a ribbon. Why do I want a ribbon? Isn't it brand new? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my mate, my mate, <laughs> my mate bought a Hyundai worth like 16k. Yeah. And he rolled up. Yeah. And he's like, where's the ribbon? He's like, oh, we, we ain't gonna put it. Like, I give a fuck. <laughs> Brand new car. I've never owned one. Yeah. You're getting a ribbon out of Well, the salesman said he was gonna get me a ribbon. No, there has to be a ribbon. Dude, if I have I've, I've never bought a new car. Yeah. Have you? No. Exactly. Yeah. You want a ribbon. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I believe you bring your brother along as well. Well, he wanted to come along, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know what he's going to do. Yeah. He's going to drive it out of the yard. Oh. <laughs> oh. He will actually get in the seat before you do. Mm. I can tell you that right now. Can I tell you the story about that, how that happened? No. What happened there? Basically, I went there the day before... I went there on the Saturday just before the end of June. Yeah. And um, it was bucketing. I wanted to test one out because I was going to go the next day to try another one out. Uh, buy second-hand one. Yeah. And um, pretty much 
pathetic customer service. Yes, pathetic. But because it was raining, nobody was coming. Like we went straight in, but the salesman didn't give me two two minutes of the day cold yeah. shoulder because he goes, "Oh, you look at the buy." I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to buy a car without test driving it." Yeah. Oh, well, did you make an appointment to test drive it? What do you think, you know? <laughs> oh, well, it is the second last day of the yeah, financial year. I'm like, yeah, all right, see you later. Go back the next day because, you know, Maria goes, I think you should, you know, test drive one before you drive down yeah, to Werribee. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I test drive one. I'm like, you know what? Stuff going to Werribee. I'll just get a brand new one. Yeah. yeah. Why would you go to Werribee? Because it was a second-hand one down there. At a dealer? A dealer. So where were you... Where were you when you walked in and it was raining? Yeah. Uh, just down here oh. in Mulgrave, yeah. Oh, and to an actual they- dealer because I wanted to test drive like one. So I had an idea when I went down to Werribee to see oh. if it drove okay. the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they hadn't driven one. How yeah. does it work with the test drives on new cars? You have to give your license. Yeah, I know. But if it's a new car, you're technically adding kilometers to the... Well, they're demo cars. Okay, so they have a demo, then they yeah, roll yeah, out your one. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because then they're like, oh, we've got this car for sale, it's a demo. This one's new, it's never been driven. We've got this one here, it's just secondhand, this and that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you get it, it's on zero, zero. I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> I would crack the shits, it, man. It could have maybe 10 on it. <laughs> you just lose it, you know what I mean? I don't think any car ever has just zero. No, I don't because they got to drive it in the yard, move they're it around. They've got to test it out, yeah, they'll it. run it on well, the sort of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd still be demanding a, a ribbon. A ribbon. Yeah. Mm. Get your brother to do it. I'm telling you now, I'll put money on it that he actually gets in the driver's seat. Not necessarily to drive it out of the yard, yeah. but to actually just get in it. Yeah. Like to suss it out. Yeah. Guaranteed 100%. I, yeah, he will. Dude, he will. I'm telling you. Yeah. Remember when I, I remember I came to your house once when I got my second R31. Mm. Do you remember? Mm. Yeah, I pulled up from the driveway and he's like jumped in. He just jumped. Yanked the handbrake up and you're like, oh. He's like, oh, I've got to make sure he hasn't got a limit. I'm like, what are you going to do? You're looking at him like, what are you going to tell? I pulled up a handbrake in the driveway. <laughs> And he doesn't do it with the button, he just yanks it no, and you no, hear no, all those clicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still remember that, man. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. Mm. How how times have changed. Everyone in your car. Yeah. Excited? So, yeah, yeah, definitely. What are you going to wear? <laughs> I'm going to go rock up in a suit, Tim. <laughs> you look my best. <laughs> best impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the first picture of you, like, signing the, the papers. Like, yeah! You know what I've always wanted? A big novelty check, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought it up the other day. Yeah, like, yeah. I would love to pay for something with a novelty check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's uh, wrap uh, this shit up. No. Um, 10 o'clock. What time are you actually leaving to go? Uh, I've got to be there by 9.30. So why would you say 10 o'clock? Because I'm picking it up at 10, but I've got to sign some stuff before I go to pick it up. <laughs> They screen you. It's like you're talking. It's like you're. No, nah, because apparently when I pick it up at ten, the the like the salesman's got to be with me. For, like he's got to sit me down for an hour and explain to me how things work in the car. What do you mean? It's a car. <laughs> it's voice activated. <laughs> it's a car. <laughs> apparently, it's, there's things to learn about it. Dude, you get in. Hello, Jonathan. <laughs> Ooh. <Hey. laughs> Can we change the voice? Yeah. Can I get something a bit more yes. uh, English or French? <laughs> John Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that? What's the name of that actor that was in um, 
Ah, oh, fuck. I keep forgetting his name. He's in the Get Carter. He's in both of them. He's, he plays opposites the line in Get Carter. Uh, he's, in um, he's in Batman. What's his name? Yeah, he plays um, Alfred in Batman. Yeah. Um, what's, his, what's his friggin' name? Always, every time I think of him, I think of uh, the Majestic. Majestic? Yeah, because he does it in that real Cockney accent. Yeah. It's the it, Majestic. Who am I talking about? Why, do I, why am I forgetting his name? He's like one of the most distinguished English actors of all time. <laughs> What's his name? How have I gone blank? Uncle Kane. That's it. My, I'm Uncle Kane. <laughs> you need that accent in your car. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Right, first things first. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get it more English? <laughs> You're such a bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that that Alexa voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, you know which? If I could get a voice, you know which voice I would go for? Yeah. John Lovitz. <laughs> oh man! What are, uh, is it? It's remote. Remote start. Yeah, this car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a push button, the button, yeah, yeah, button, the button start, and I think yeah, it's yeah, button, yeah. button start or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Lovett's doing that before. <laughs> <laughs> Just you push it. Now! <laughs> Look for the button. <laughs> mm, I love it! <laughs> That's mad. Yeah. Alright, uh, All right. like, share, follow, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I'm. <laughs> what did. As I was saying before, I'm looking to amp it up with uh, recording footage on anyone that actually wants to be recorded. But again, be patient. It's going to be a lot more work, and I can't be fucked, quite frankly. Dude, that's another thing, too. I, was, I actually made a medley. I'll show you the video. I made a medley of um, the trip to Malaysia last year. I told the boys I was going to do like a video compilation of our footage. We didn't have much. Mm. And then I never did. Mm. That was two and a half years ago. <laughs> and I downloaded some video software just to freaking chop up to see if I could get the filming shit done and um, I made a medley I'll show you it's very very entertaining okay a minute and a half I look anyway, forward to it yeah like share blah 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 take it easy yeah hold up